Welcome to iHeartGeek. Hey, 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 guys. It's another episode of iHeartGeek. And today, we're going to be talking about the big green mean. Well, it's not really mean. Okay. We'll, we'll throw him in. We'll talk about him too. But we're really going to be talking about She Hulk. That's right, listeners. We're going to talk about episode one of She Hulk Attorney at Law. And joining me is Belize and Kevin. Yeah. Hey, guys. Are you guys excited? So stoked. Sure. Waiting for this one for uh, a good while now. So, yep. very too, excited to be talking about it finally. I'm a She Hulk girl from way back. Kevin, how are you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. It's been a busy, busy week. I love She-Hulk. Um, it's right up there with shows that I can watch with my daughter, so it's good. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Lies, how are you doing? Doing good, man. They just keep pumping out these Marvel shows, just left and right. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm loving keep it, man. Me too. So on that note, why don't we just dive right in? It was a short one. Clocking yep. in at what thirty? What is it? Thirty six minutes, guys. Yeah. I think at thirty six with credits. So yeah, probably and there was at... an end credit scene, ladies and gentlemen. So you, if listeners, if you have not watched, if you didn't stick around for the end credit scene, you missed probably the funniest scene of the show. <laughs> well, and and realistically, it is one of the most important end credit scenes of all Marvel. Oh, the yeah. entire MCU. One of the most important questions we all had, and we we know now. We finally know. Yes. And even Captain America himself weighed in on that uh-huh. with an extremely hilarious emoji tweet. <laughs> so there you go. We'll talk about that in a minute, but let's get into it. Um, let's let's talk about the very first thing that differs a little bit from her her origin in the comic books is how she got her powers. Um. I have been reading She-Hulk since the 80s. Not not when she first came out, but like late 80s. I've, I've been reading her for a long time, and she's one of my absolute favorite characters. And as the resident She-Hulk lover of the group, I'm perfectly fine with the way that they changed her, how she got her powers. It works for me. Blythe, what are your thoughts on that? If you want to explain everybody how she gets them, and then we can talk about how they differ from the actual comic book. Uh, sure. So they, um, in the original comic book series, she um, is prosecuting a uh, like a mob boss, and one of his uh, henchmen come and he shoots her after uh, they like wrap up the case. Kind of almost like um, what we see in like like Batman series and stuff like that. There's just there's they're prosecuting, and then the the prosecuting um, lawyer gets gets shot. Um, so once she gets shot, the only one that is um, in the vicinity at the moment is her uh, good old cousin, Bruce Banner, um, mm-hmm. who gives her a blood transfusion. Um, and after that blood transfusion, um, she becomes the uh, Savage She-Hulk. Savage She-Hulk. So um, we have the same kind of um, process of the transfer of blood in this origin. Um but it's not from a uh, gunshot. Uh, it's more from a, a car crash. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we open up with that. Or, or we don't open up with that. We actually open up with a um, fourth wall break, which that exactly. came right out the gate, which was yep. crazy. Um, 
but I, I was okay with this origin story. This origin story, it worked for what they did. It wasn't, I can see why they kind of stayed away from that original origin story, just because that would have taken up a lot more time. This was mm-hmm. just kind of, it happened. Um, and uh, Kevin, I know you were pleasantly surprised because we had a lot of questions going into this origin story that were answered right off the bat. Um, one, uh, pre- um, specifically about her cousin. Mm-hmm. Well, it's well, for, for one Bruce and this MCU generation would not be giving his blood to anybody. He knows what it does. He knows that it. So, and we were questioning on, well, wait a second. If Hulk gets into a car crash, he would instantly turn into Hulk. Um, one of the most touching scenes from the first Avengers is whenever he's like, Hey, you know, I try to shoot, shoot myself in the face and then the the other guy spits it out like that you felt that Mm -hmm. and so while you're watching some of the trailers you're seeing the car spin around you're like wait a second what's going on you know and i love how they explained it is that he has star tech that is helping him trans you know keep his self in check and that's why he's back into bruce again Mm -hmm. um but it damaged itself so then he started hulking out but um I appreciate that. I I like the I like her origin now. Um, the way they mm-hmm. did an MCU, it makes sense. And kudos to them for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I don't mind it because she's still she theoretically is still getting her powers exactly the same way that she did in the comic books. She gets it mm-hmm. from a blood transfusion. It's a just in a different kind of a way. And so I'm perfectly perfectly fine with that. I love it. Now, one thing I will say because I know there's been a lot of controversy on the internet. Oh, about the, so about the fourth uh, about the fourth wall breaks so i'm gonna say it once and one time only listeners and i'm not stay gonna it say it again but i'm gonna <laughs> say it really loud she hulk broke the fourth wall before deadpool ever did that's oh. right ladies and gentlemen she hulk walked so deadpool could run so i don't want to hear any comments under our youtube channel or our facebook with all of you saying, I don't like him because Deadpool's the only one that does it. No, sons. He is not. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing I want to say before we move on from that origin story um, is it gives me hope to see um, Tim Blake Nelson um, return as the leader. Because the same thing happened to him in the Incredible Hulk movie from way back when, when he hit his head, cut it. And then you just see the Hulk blood drip into his mind and then his, his brain starts to bubble. So now that we know that the um, kind of the Hulk power set can be transferred via drops of blood in a cut, um, I want I want to see him back. I wanted to see the leader in the MCU for a long time now. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we can see the return of him at some point good catch good catch so well she hulks out for the first time and doesn't know what she's doing um we don't see anything quite yet um she ends up at a dive bar where she goes into the bathroom she's a complete and total wreck one thing i want to mention because tyler's not here to tell us so i will go ahead and tell everybody there is a qr code on the wall of the dive bar right before she goes into the bathroom and it takes you to Savage She-Hulk number one 1980 her debut comic and you can read it for free on marvel.com so click that that QR code and you can watch her origin story which is right here on the wall (laughs) Um, (laughs) one thing I appreciated about her first transformation is it got it had the feel of 
a werewolf transformation, like back yeah. back in the early early cinema, mm -hmm. where you don't mm -hmm. really see, you kind of see it, and then all of a sudden you see from her viewpoint, it was like the beginning of the werewolf transformation. So I just like that mm -hmm. whole touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What what I enjoyed about it is because it's almost it's almost a callback to the original Savage She Hulk. Um, because in the original, in the Savage She-Hulk run, when she first came out, she couldn't control it. She had no control. She was just like Bruce. She had no control. It, she would just hulk out and then a lot of times forget what she did. Um, and so the first time she does it, it gives you that feel, but then they kind of go into that dance lot and that Jim Bryan run where she can go back and forth. So it's, it's, there's a lot of that callback nature of it, which I'm really digging too. Um, the, the lovely ladies help her out and then she waits for her cousin when she proceeds to, oh God, again, but we don't get to see it. Um, which I think is done on purpose. And I really dig that. What did you guys think of that, that scene that we don't actually get to see her Hulk out quite yet? Uh, it gave me some real moon Knight vibes. Yeah. Since that's what we saw throughout the entire course of Moon Knight was mm -hmm. him just blanking out, and then you know something savage happened, but you never actually get to see it. So I, mm -hmm. I'd like to think that the those guys were just t ripped to bits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she'd go that far, but you know what? If that's what you want, go for it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take it away. <laughs> Kevin, how about you? I liked it because she couldn't control it. And if you can't control it, then you, you, you don't remember. Bruce didn't remember anything that happened whenever he was transing. He's just now, because there's a meld, the mind meld, right? When there's a, there's a meld between the both of them now where he can remember certain things that's happened. But right at this point, she can't. So I just like, I think it's a nice touch. I really do. Mm -hmm. and, and on that, that kind of leads us into the next section, which is almost like her montage of training with Bruce. Um, he even, they even set it up that they're not, they're not the same kind of Hulk. They are a different kind of Hulk. Bruce says it where there's two people inside of him, where in her, they're just one. There's Jennifer and She-Hulk. They are the same person. And so, and it, that kind of takes Bruce aback a little bit, I think, because he's not really sure how to handle that. And so I, I think that that's a really interesting way that they did it. So because it also leads us into one, we can see that she's different because of all of the training montage that she does. You know, she can throw the boulders harder. She could do the, the yoga a little bit better. And the, the sibling, I know that they're cousins, but the sibling rivalry, the familial connection is really in that scene a lot where they fight, but they love each other. And then that leads into the big Hulk fight. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in that montage area. One is the question. One, we now know what Tony was doing during the blip. <laughs> <laughs> or part of the blip. He's building, <laughs> building a bar um, with Bruce. So let's talk about the, the training mon montage. What did you guys think about that? So I know that there's been some people saying oh well hulk stronger hulk stronger i don't think it was about being hulk being stronger it was about her learning how to be a hulk so let's get your thoughts kevin what do you think about the the training montage the well, rocky it montage sense. it makes sense right like these people first of all people just like to complain and complain i'm so tired of people just complaining just to <laughs> hear their loud voice it's, it's outrageous <laughs> but um it makes sense in the context of the type of Hulk she is because she's not just a raging Hulk smash. Ah! 
No, she is. I'm fully aware right now of what's going on, so I can do some really cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's what I got mm-hmm. out of that. I can. I already been doing yoga. Wow, look at the cool moves I can do now because I'm super strong, and I because mm-hmm. there's a metal there. And um, yeah, it just it just makes sense. Like obviously, I, well, here's the thing with both the Hulks is that there is no ceiling to their power. It's mm-hmm. just how mad they get. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really. Mm-hmm. One Hulk stronger than the other Hulk. No, it's just the power of the Hulk, basically. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. What? You know? Yep. Um, I really liked this this bit because it gives you, and that's one of the things I love about these Disney Plus shows. It is these Disney Plus shows are dropping little details that that are unnecessary in a movie. So the fact that we know that Tony came to this island and helped Bruce set up this whole like base of operations. We got that in Age of Ultron, where they were like they were the science bros. That's what mm-hmm. they we the the community called them back then because they had this just kind of um, friendship that you knew was there. And now you know that that extended even further than the Avengers. So when the blip happened and there was sparing people around, those two are the ones that met up on this island, and you know that they had like those moments in each other. Like it was more than just them building that um, base of operations. It was them being able to get through the blip together. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I really, I really enjoyed that, that aspect of it. Um, as far as the, sorry, Kevin. Well, and, and speaking of them being the science bros, Iron Man's damaged helmet being oh. there, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think that's a nice touch mm-hmm. and you can tell that, mm-hmm. that it meant a lot to him. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know which helmet that is, but yeah. it, it means a lot to him. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it looked to me like it was one of the um, the Sentry helmets from when um, Ultron took over the the um, the oh, Iron the, Man oh. sentries mm-hmm. at like when they're at the party. Um, to me, it looked like that. It looked like that was almost like a trophy room because it wasn't just that helmet you saw he had like a big club that looked like it could have been something that he brought back from um sakar um, really? like, from the room yeah if you look around the room i bet you even if i only caught like little glimpses of stuff but there was like a big like bony looking axe like in the table there was the helmet on the the stand right there so it almost looked like that was a little tr- like his own little trophy room i wonder if there's even more in that room that i didn't catch mm. uh, um, speaking of Sakar, we, we forgot the, uh, oh, yeah. the spaceship oh, in the room, <laughs> <laughs> the spaceship comes down and that is what causes the car crash. Um, Liza and I are pretty sure that's going to be Scar, who mm-hmm. is the, uh, Grandmaster's son. Is that right? If I remember. No, it's Hulk's son. That's the Hulk's Hulk son. son. That's right. Son. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hulk's son with a, with, yes. Yes. So we believe that that's probably going to be Scar's ship. Um, we're likely (laughs) not going to find out for a while. There's nine episodes, so we'll see what happens, but we're pretty sure that's what's going to be going on there. And they even, uh, call it out as being Sakarian. So he says it's like a a class 1A Sakarian ship. So he knows someone from Sakar is Mm -hmm. there and trying Mm -hmm. to, to find him or reach out to him or something. It's just a matter of who it is. So, but it's definitely a power vacuum at Sakar right now. You know, yeah. and there's yeah, a power absolutely. vacuum, or the power has to fill it up. So, mm-hmm. well, and one thing, one thing that this means is, if it, listeners, if it is Scar, 
if it is, if it is him, then that could very well be the way that, that Marvel is going to usher in uh, World War Hulk, mm-hmm. um, which could be something that we see starting or very much mentioned in this series because it's a good place to stick it. Um, one thing I do want to comment on because it is something that I've again seen a lot of, but mainly from the females in the in the nerddom world that we live in, is the scene where he talks about she needs to learn to control her anger. And she pretty much tells him, we have to control, as females, we have to control our anger at all times. As a woman, I completely felt that down into the bottom of my bones because it is very true. I really liked that that was how they explain why she can shift back and forth and why she can control it and what it's just another thing that makes her different from the Hulk. I mean, Bruce can control it now. We know that. But at first he couldn't. But that's why right off of the get-go, she can control her shifts because she's had a lot of practice controlling her anger. And so I really, I I liked that that was the way that they explained, this is why I can control my shifts because I'm angry all the time. <laughs> and I, so I like it, you know. That's I her mean, secret, it, it, Cap. <laughs> exactly. And it, and you know what, it almost sort of harkens back to the old, the old Hulk show with, uh, with Bruce Braxlider and, and Lou Ferrigno, because the tagline for this, which I realize now there's a lot of kids in the Marvel fandom who don't know this, but the tagline used to be kids. He used to say, Bruce used to say to people, don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. And so it kind of harkens back to that a little bit. And they even use it in the, in the trailer for her show. So I really kind of dug that part. And Kevin, as the, as a girl dad, what do you think of that? Oh, I loved it. I mean, it's something that as, I mean, she's still young yet, but I try to instill in her ideas and thoughts, you know, preparing her for that stuff. Like you can do anything, but the one thing I, I, when you said that and while that was going on, there is a right way and a wrong way to do inclusion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Marvel has been hitting it out of the park. With, mm-hmm. with New Night, they did Egypt right. They were showing you people with, and they were showing you Egyptians and the city and the lore the right way. And how I know that is that Egyptians were like, you know, they, they liked it. You know, mm-hmm. you have Miss um, Marvel, uh, Don the Pakistani. Uh, the right way and Islam the right way and then She-Hulk and I, I just I really appreciate that they're doing it and it's not exploitative it's not too much it's, it's like no mm-hmm. these are just real mm-hmm. people and this is the way it is and that's the way it should mm-hmm. be agreed it's not in your face and it's not here look what we're doing look what we're doing it's just no. here you go have this There's, they're real people yep. <laughs> yeah I love it no. so that leads us into the big Hulk fight all across the map <laughs> island where they're beating the snot out of each other (laughs) i laughed my hiney off (laughs) because i've been in fights with my i have a i have a younger brother and when we were kids we used to fight all the time and it just it really reminded me of those kinds of fights and and then when they destroy the bar was pretty good too and that gave us another really great fourth wall break in that and the fun part was Bruce even responded to the fourth wall break 
a little bit. So, Flies, what did you think of that? Yeah, you definitely see the confusion. Well, and that's her... um, What's interesting about that scene is at the beginning of the show, she immediately breaks the fourth wall because she's telling us this is my origin story because if if I don't tell you now, you're just going to be asking the whole time. So, but in the origin story, that fourth wall break was her first fourth wall break. Mm-hmm. So since she got the powers, that was her first time realizing that there's somebody watching her that's not that nobody else can see. Cause you can see the confusion in her face. Mm-hmm. She says it and she's like, why did I just say that? And then he looks at her and he's like, what just like, what? they both are just like, what just happened? Um, so that was a really cool um, uh, way of doing that. And I, I love the fight scene because it's not just her. Sh- this whole, this whole origin story is not just her struggles. It's also Bruce's. Like that whole, mm-hmm. the whole time where she's talking to him about why she can control her anger and how she's doing it and things like that. All of that is led up to by him pushing what he thinks is the proper way to do this because he's dealt with it for so long. And mm-hmm. he's jealous. He's jealous of her. He even says it. it yeah. It's taken it. her. Yeah. He's like, is this jealousy I'm feeling? Like, what? what is this? So he's you can see in his face for a lot of the time where he's just, he's having this internal struggle of like her trying to tell him that how it's going and him just being like, no, 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 no. I've been doing this for so long. This is how it's supposed to go. But he finally gets there. Um, But it's just, it's, they did a really good job of making it, making Bruce still the, the main kind of character that he has been, coming up into the show like this is mm-hmm. this is her show but this was both of their like story being told in this moment mm-hmm. yeah it helped move his character along even mm-hmm. more, which which is really very very rad very rad well and that leads us the fight this fight leads us into going to back you know leaps leaps us forward she's back in her real world in new york she's getting ready to try a case um, she's a public defender, uh, and we know at some point in time that's going to change, probably based on who we see in the courtroom in the courtroom scene. So let's jump into the courtroom scene. Um, there are some interesting, I, I don't know if we should call them Easter eggs or not, or, but they're kind of, they're kind of Easter eggs because we don't really know who they are unless, you know, you're a nerd, a real severe nerd. So they'll talk. Let's talk about the really big thing. This is going to be the first time she hulks out in front of other people. Um, Nikki, her her paralegal, knows who she is, anyways, and knows that she has that other side of her. This will be the first time she hulks out in public, but it's also the first time that we meet her big nemesis from the comic books, Titania. And from what I've been reading, it says we actually aren't going to see Titania again until episode five really so yeah now whether that is true or it's a rumor i don't know it's something i read the other day that says we're not going to see her again until episode five um that would still give us four episodes to meet her um and i'm really excited with the casting of titania i think she was a really good choice and listeners if you're not aware of titania obsessively has the same kind of power set that 
She-Hulk has. She is extremely strong and powerful, and they pretty much kick each other's butt all over the universe in her comic book run. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that court, courtroom scene. Um, I know that Tyler, um, and I believe Ryan, who's also been on the show, did not really like the quote unquote fight between Titania and She-Hulk. Um, let's let's touch on that a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna turn it on to Kevin. Kevin, what did what do you think? Um, I harken back to what Bruce said earlier. He goes, Hey, you know who your best friend is Spandex. She didn't spandex. listen to him. She just she she has the suit on. She should have had some kind of spandex suit on, but that's neither here nor there. I love how she took off her shoes because you don't want to mess those up. Um <laughs> You know, it was, lady it, shoes it, are expensive, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I heard, I've heard some things like, "Oh, it was too comical. It was too this. It was too." It was the first time that she's having a fight. It's the feel of the show. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. I, I I don't really have anything good or bad to say. It. I, I'm interested, in Titania. Um, I was hoping. And we just still don't know. I was hoping it to do more with Dr. Doom later on that we find out because her origin story is she was created by Dr. Doom, um, which would be a really interesting way in the next couple episodes if they harken back to that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a fun fight. You know, mm-hmm. she just kind of came out of nowhere and why. Yeah. So hopefully they, yeah. they, they tell that yeah. too. Um, one thing, um, one thing I will say, Blaze, in the alternate overview is uh, the when she stands up, when she we see her full Hulk out, that actually is a shot that's taken from one of her comic book covers. Oh, the cool. outfit is completely from one of her comic mm-hmm. book covers. It's actually one that Daredevil shows up in. Uh-uh. Anyways, Blaze, what were you going to say? Um, <laughs> uh, just to kind of piggyback off of what uh, Kevin was saying about like. Uh, doom being like mentioned or show up or something in the future i think this is something that i know tyler wanted to touch on and that was the potential that this show has to seed a lot of stuff that could be coming up in the mcu Mm -hmm. whether it be her doing research for a case that she's going to have in the future. And we see different headlines being mentioned, or she's flipping through documentation of who she may be um, defending. And it's like man breaks into store using laser vision or this and that. And it could just be, Mm -hmm. you could see this is the show to do it is that this is the Mm -hmm. show to see that these characters exist within the universe and we don't need to see them necessarily, but we can, we know that they're there and mm-hmm. we know that they're, they mm-hmm. could show up at any point and they've been there this entire time. Mm-hmm. So, and- this is where we're going to flesh out the actual world that's going mm-hmm. on right now. You mm-hmm. know, we hinted at, Oh, you know, it's, it's your blood is mutated. But no, 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 no. But what <laughs> does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're going to start but yeah, you're gonna start seeing this. I like mean, the trailer, some of the stuff that they show. Was that a mare, man bear pig in one of the trailers? I don't know. Mm-hmm. A, um, you know, so I'm excited about that. And you're right, mm-hmm. this is the show to do it in. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not gonna take itself too seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean the other thing is, is you have to remember with She-Hulk, the interesting thing about her history is she has been a member of multiple teams. She mm-hmm. was the leader of the A Force. She's been a member of the Fantastic Four. 
Um, she was also part of the West Coast Avengers. So, I mean, she has she has the background potential to pull in lots of different characters from all over because she's been part of those teams over that entire time. And, I mean, that leads you back into your Dr. Doom theory because she was a part of the Fantastic Four for a good yep. while. So, I mean, there's always that option that, that, that these things can be pulled in in the way that Blythe just talked about, where it's like just a little subtle hint in there. Because we all know at this point in time, Marvel is extremely good about dropping these tiny little hints that you have to pay attention to. I mean, at the very beginning, when she walks into that dive bar, there's a giant sign in the background that says rocks on, which is a huge conglomerate. That's a big, important part of the Marvel universe. And so, I mean, these little things are here and there peppered here and there as like gifts to say, Hey, check out, we may be using this later on. We may get somewhere with this. So I, that's, that's a really great way to look at it. And especially since we know, we're also going to get Daredevil. Daredevil is showing up. It's confirmed. Charlie Cox is coming back as Daredevil. He was in the trailer. We know it's him. Tatonia Mosley has, has talked about how great it is to work with him. We're getting Daredevil. <laughs> so, I mean, there's the Daredevil aspect that comes in as well. So, I mean, this show has the potential to pull in a lot of things from a lot of different places. And I really kind of dig that. Now, the guy that is in the courtroom that is at the other side is on the is on the uh, defense side. The older gentleman, he actually is Holden Hollowell. Holden Hollowell is the one that actually recruits She-Hulk to become part of the law firm that defends superheroes. So, I mean, we're going to see him again as well. There's just there's a lot there's a lot of little stuff in this that if you know about it, it's amazing. If you don't, it's not the end of the world because, again, it's it's Marvel giving stuff to the people that are familiar with the background, but you're not missing anything if you're not, if yeah. that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, so well, that's, that's what's fun about it. That's, 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 what be, that's what becomes fun about it. I think sometimes mm-hmm. people start taking this Marvel stuff way mm-hmm. too seriously. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, it's comic books. You know, it's superhero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the thing is, (laughs) and the and the thing is, is with with Marvel, it really is. Anybody can sit down and watch these and enjoy them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the background. If you do, there's a lot of extra fun goodies for you. But you don't have to have the background. Like my mom asked me the other day, she's like, "Is Moon Knight good? Should I watch Moon Knight?" She knows nothing about Moon Knight whatsoever, and I said, "It's great." She goes, "Okay, good. I'm going to watch it." (laughs) <laughs> but she will she won't you know the little secretive things that they give you you're you you're not she doesn't need to know but if she does it makes it even better yeah yeah so that's how i feel about about all of these and that let's get some final thoughts on this this episode it is our pilot episode and let's do our good old grading system of a to f Let's start off with Blythe. What's your score and your final thoughts on She-Hulk? And what are you looking forward to in the next coming episodes? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm going to give it a B uh, right off the bat. Uh, we'll see what um, what is to come. I think my biggest um, scare for this show is that it, it is a becomes a bit too cheeseball. Uh, I was a little worried mm-hmm. when the trailers were coming out about how kind of the the aesthetic was going to hold because this was the, this one's a long one. Normally we get six, this one's nine, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a little bit longer. I hope that um, 
they, they just don't go a little bit too too much into the that realm of kind of like I don't know, like that Ally McBeal type feel. And that's just because it's not my genre, mm-hmm. you know? And that's mm-hmm. that's the one thing that we've talked about with these Marvel shows coming out is that they're branching out into so many different genres. Like you were saying, Courtney, there's something there for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you're you you watch Miss Marvel, if you're you're like a teenager, it's not too much going on with it. Um, you watch Moon Knight if you like the dark, gritty stuff. You watch She Hulk if you like the Law and Order, Ally McBeal type feel shows and things like that. So, um, that's my only uh, hesitation uh, with that. Uh, with not giving it an A right off the bat, I did enjoy mm-hmm. it. Um, what I want to see in the future is kind of what we just talked about. I want to see things see, I want to see little hints, little seeds here and there. I want to see that. I love watching the universe expand. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see little droplets here because I know, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but when Thor love and thunder came out, I left the theater on the first viewing being like, I don't like this movie. And it was because I didn't feel like there was, any more world building mm-hmm. in the which um, Kevin talked me down off of that ledge <laughs> and I went and saw it again and then I enjoyed it the second time a lot more but yeah that's what I want I would just want to see the universe kind of be built out more because I, mm-hmm. I I love that that's what my my um the best thing about the MCU is how the universe mm-hmm. is ever expanding mm-hmm. Kevin how about you man I think this is the show that's going to build out the universe more so than, than any of the other ones. I really do. Um, I'm going to go with a B as well. Uh, my one big qualm for this show, as well as all the other Marvel shows, um, except for save like one, uh, was they, they need to release either one big episode or two episodes at the 30 minute mark. It's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you get, so I don't even know really how I feel about the show yet. You know what I mean? It just sure. wasn't enough for me That's to fair. even grasp it. It's, it's a new genre, a new superhero, a new whole new set. We haven't seen any of these people save for Hulk. Um, and then it was mm-hmm. only for 30 minutes. So that's, that's kind of my, my little kick on it is that it just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm excited. I'm enjoying, uh, I think I'm going to enjoy where it's going. Um, I think this is going to be our comedy. This is going to be our, uh, like you said, the Ally McBeal courtroom. Um, and sure. I want, yeah, I, I'm, I want to see how crazy it's actually going to get. I, I really do. Let's 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 do it. Let's ham it up. <laughs> I'm with you guys. I'm going to give it a B um, yeah. for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, it was only thirty something minutes. Yeah. Um, it it did leave me wanting more, which I'm sure was part of the reason I was so sharp. But but for the reasons that Kevin said is like I need I need more of what's going on. Um, I enjoyed what I was given a lot, so that's why it's got the B. I'm really interested in where it's going. Same reasons that that Bly said. I'm a, I hope it doesn't go too. I mean, and I love a cheese ball, Jim Bryan kind of fourth wall break in She-Hulk, but they, there's a fine line that they're going to have to be walking as they go through this whole series. I think they're going to do it. I think that line is going to be right where it needs to be, but I hope it doesn't go too far into the goofiness um, because they'll even lose me, the hardcore She-Hulk fan. So what I'm 
what I'm looking forward is to seeing where it's going, to seeing if we get those seats. And I'm also really looking forward to seeing Daredevil. Yep. Because I love I love Daredevil and I really love Charlie Cox's Daredevil because I think he's just perfect casting as Daredevil. So I'm glad we're getting more Daredevil back. Yeah. Um, so that makes the show. One thing I will say, listeners, if you have no experience with Chi Hulk at all and you want to learn a little bit more, take a look at the Dan Slot run and also the Jim Bryan run of these uh, those two will give you the best background you can read the original savage she hulk of course but those two seem to be the two predominant lines that they are kind of pulling from for this this show or that's my impression thus far that that's where it is um and the caveat with that is you don't have to read it to enjoy it but if you're interested those are the two lines that i would say go ahead and give it a chance and check her out probably got them on comicsology you could probably get them at your local comic book store um, I'm sure there's a run on comic on She-Hulk comics right now at the local comic book store. Um, but that is my suggestion. If you really want to read, those are the ones. And give us any likes, comments, questions that you've got. Go ahead and add them onto our YouTube page, on our Facebook page. We love to answer questions. And we love to hear from you in comments-wise. And so you'll want to also check us out on all of our social media, TikTok. Instagram, all those socials. Check us out and also check us out online at iHeartGeekShow.com because why not? <laughs> and that's a show. And with me as always is Blythe and Kevin. And keep on geeking on you guys. And remember, Hulk Smash! Captain America! You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.